You only talk about moving forward with the same bad ideas that got us into this mess. Even when the only sensible thing to do is pull the emergency brake. You are not mature enough to tell it like it is. Even that burden you leave to us children. But I don't care about being popular. I care about climate justice and a living planet. We've seen them grab headlines. They're on the streets calling out world leaders and organizations that have failed to protect the environment. They're also, well, teenagers. Teenagers like 16-year-old Swedish activist Greta Thunberg, who we just heard, or the group of young people who sue the federal government in Portland, Oregon, asserting that their policies have caused climate change and robbed the youngest generation of their right to life, liberty, and property. There are thousands more who are not on the front pages of magazines or online news sites. They're working, rain or shine, to make sure that saving the planet continues to be part of the national conversation. Just like Cindy, a young woman from Bayonne, New Jersey. When a group of high school kids come up and present this amazing resolution that you've spent months working on and researching and getting feedback on, and they say like, wow, this is really cute. Like, this is amazing that you guys are doing this. I think the fact that we're, you know, a youth-led organization, it's great in terms of getting more youth involved and aware on the issue, but from the perspective of adults viewing us, obviously they don't take us as seriously as, you know, big organizations like the Sierra Club and things like that. Because a lot of adults think, oh, this is an extracurricular, it's a temporary side hobby, you guys are going to grow out of it. But they're not growing out of it. Not until they see solutions carried out and they're no longer in fear of the future. This is the story of Cindy Chung, teen climate activist, a conscientious daughter, and the co-head of Zero Hour NYC. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know, and their stories of doing good in the modern age. I'm a first-generation American. Cindy's parents are both immigrants from South Korea. My parents are, you know, they're very hardworking. My dad's an Uber driver, my mom's a nanny. So um, money's always sort of tight. Cindy pretty much grew up in Jersey City and went into high school thinking she'd pursue a career in medicine. But after helping out a family friend at events for organizations like the Sierra Club, a leading environmental nonprofit, Cindy became more curious and eventually more interested in climate activism. So I was originally just assisting him in events, kind of being his assistant, doing paperwork, things like that. And then um, there was a climate reality training in Mexico City coming up. So um, obviously that was very far and expensive, but I knew I wanted to sign up for it because I knew it was a great opportunity to meet other people who were into climate activism, even though I wasn't really educated or necessarily completely passionate about it yet at that point. Um, This was pretty early on in high school. The training is run by the Climate Reality Project, an initiative led by former U.S. Vice President Al Gore. We have to change. 
We are putting 110 million tons of man-made heat-trapping global warming pollution into the very thin shell of atmosphere surrounding our planet, as if it's an open sewer. Cindy knew her parents couldn't afford to fly her to Mexico for the event. And I didn't want to have to ask them to, you know, spend thousands of dollars to send me on this trip. And it wasn't just me. Someone had to go with me because I was only 16 at the time. To raise funds for the trip, Cindy started a GoFundMe page. And though it covered part of the costs, she still wasn't able to raise enough money. I got lots of help from relatives who donated and friends who donated. So that was probably a big help. And if it wasn't for them, I probably would not have been able to go to the training or, you know, get into activism like I am now. Through the kindness of strangers and people around her, Cindy and her mom made it to Mexico City. I think I was one of maybe 10 teenagers there out of maybe like 400 people. And all of the other um, teenagers there were Spanish speakers. I couldn't really talk to them. But um, it was a three-day training where Al Gore gave a presentation the first day about the climate crisis and the effects and gave some general statistics to, I guess, educate newcomers about what climate change is and why it's happening. I went into that training with almost no knowledge on climate change or its causes. I knew the very basics, you know, the things you see on the news. So that training was three days dedicated to, you know, learning about climate change, learning why it's important and how to solve them. And then that training was what made me realize, wow, this issue is serious and it's happening. And why aren't more people talking about it? After receiving her certification as a climate reality leader, Cindy wanted to bring a lot of her new knowledge and passion back to Jersey City, where she lived at the time. So I reached out to an organization called iMatter, which is sort of like a youth-led climate organization where um, youth groups all across the country are assigned to mentors, and those mentors help us draft resolutions for carbon neutrality for our local cities and towns. According to the Oxford Dictionary, to be carbon neutral means, quote, making or resulting in no net release of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, end quote. Carbon dioxide is one of several greenhouse gases that contribute to global warming. And even the most mundane human activities, like consuming electricity or driving our car to work, increase carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. So I was originally working in Jersey City and trying to do research and drafting a resolution to present to my city council um, to push for carbon neutrality, especially after, you know, the IPCC report by the UN. IPCC means Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change talking about how if global temperatures continue to rise, there will be a quote-unquote climate catastrophe. The UN study reports that global warming must be kept to a maximum of 1.5 degrees Celsius, or else, in a dozen years, the planet will see worse droughts, floods, extreme heat, migration crises, and poverty. The conclusion, urgent and unprecedented changes are absolutely needed. So that was a big motivating factor. But summer of last year, we moved to Bayonne, New Jersey. So I had to completely shift gears and direct all the research and the work that I've been doing in drafting the resolution for Jersey City onto Bayonne. Even if Bayonne is a 10-minute drive away, it's a completely different city. Bayonne, geographically, is a peninsula city, completely surrounded by water, so it's very susceptible to the risks of climate change, but nothing was being done. There wasn't an active environmental commission or a lot of clubs that were sort of working towards making Bayonne greener. This didn't stop Cindy. 
It actually moved her to find help. She gathered high school friends to research and help draft a resolution, one that would enable their city to adapt and respond effectively to the climate crisis. What do you wish could improve in Bayonne in terms of environmentalism? In March 2019, Cindy's group presented in front of their city council. Bayonne's, you know, altitude and um, proximity to the sea and how that might affect in the flood levels, you know, Bayonne was a city. She says they got a lot of backlash they didn't expect, especially from the more senior adults. But Cindy says they will persist and keep lobbying. They don't want their local government to sweep it under the rug. I honestly see my little sister Cindy becoming like a policymaker in the near future. That's Cindy's sister, Jenny. I mean, she's so personable and she's already very attentive to things that she's very passionate about. And this passion, it may have started around the time Cindy learned how to talk. I remember we were watching like Blue's Clues and like Caillou and like Little Bill and like they would talk about recycling. So she would also look at that and be like, hey, we got to do this. Sometimes she would even like go around the house just shutting lights off. And like I actually learned from her, like <laughs> a child that's like younger than me. I'm like, oh, wow, like I need to start doing this too. From reminding family members to put used plastic bottles in the recycling bin, Cindy now spends her free time putting together presentations for local officials or marching for the climate on the streets of New York City. I also got involved in Zero Hour NYC. Zero Hour is a movement founded in 2017 by another teen, Jamie Margolin. Its mission is to create entry points, training, and resources for young activists who are determined to take concrete action around climate change. So I was originally just a member of the I think public relations team, contacting influencers and trying to advertise on social media the march and getting people to come. And I was a march marshal, you know, guiding people in the right way in the march, but I didn't have any high up position, I guess, in zero hour. I was just a volunteer. From working as a volunteer, Cindy is now the co-head of Zero Hour NYC. I'm so happy I got to get involved with organizations like I Matter and Zero Hour, which stress and heavily emphasize youth activism because I think youth activism is so important. Because with issues like the climate crisis, we're the ones that are going to be most impacted by climate change when we assume the role of adults. And I think a big part of it is awareness. A lot of people aren't aware of how dire and how scary and how critical this issue actually is. They don't realize that it could become a life or death issue in a matter of a couple decades. Through organizations like iMatter and Zero Hour, young activists can push for more aggressive action to save our planet. Even though we're not old enough to vote yet, for example, I will be able to vote in a couple months when I turn 18. And we sort of have to show them that we might not be able to vote now, but we are educated on the issue and we will be able to vote. So if they're not going to put aggressive climate action on their agendas, we can easily vote someone in who will. Apart from voting and lobbying, Cindy says anyone can bring about the change they want to see. You know, I think everyone is born with talent that they should invest in a cause greater than themselves. You don't have to be a politician or a public speaker in order to be an activist. I wasn't, you know class president or like I wasn't involved in any political activism or environmental activism. I was in the environmental club at school. That was probably about it. But literally anyone could do it. If you just search online or find someone, there's always going to be another group of people that are working towards the same goal as you. And finally, to anyone who thinks that activism is just a phase for the youth, 
Activism is definitely something I hope will transcend into my college career. I'm planning on majoring in environmental studies and political science, so hopefully I go down the environmental policy track because this is something I definitely want to continue for the rest of my life. I got so passionate about it that I just knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life doing it. If you want to get involved or know someone who wants to support iMatter or Zero Hour, we urge you to look them up and see how you can participate in their initiatives. Links are in our show notes. And something we announced in the previous episode, we launched an exciting collaboration with a talented artist and mental health advocate by the name of Haley Kennedy. Check out her amazing artwork on our Instagram or her own page, at ShopSunday. That's shop, S-U-N-D-A-E. That's it for now. Catch you all again in the next one. And remember, be good to one another. This show is produced by Human Group Media, an award-winning social good podcast company. Human Group Media works with thought leaders, brands, and organizations to inspire social change through the power of audio storytelling.